From lifestyle, fitness, beauty, travel, relationships, and self-care, Steph's got you covered. Welcome to your safe space, where you can stop what you're doing, relax, and let someone else do the heavy lifting for once. This is the Luxury Dropout Podcast with your host, Stephanie Joplin. What's up, fellow dropouts? It's Stephanie Joplin here for the Luxury Dropout. Welcome back to the podcast. Today, we had some special guests visiting us all the way from Bali, Indonesia. That's a 14-hour time difference from where I am right now. So they are just getting up and I'm getting ready to go to bed. Uh, But we met with Wes and Ennis. They are the Compass couple that's at compass.couple on Instagram. They have the most amazing, gorgeous, beautiful, sexy photos of themselves traveling the globe. And they truly embody kindness and spirituality and sensuality. And we talk about some really, really cool stuff with regards to travel and how they met and the synchronicities and how fate came into play, and how they went from a couple living in Las Vegas to living van life for six months in New Zealand and going on from there. I cannot wait for you to hear this podcast. We talked for two hours, so you can imagine all of the subjects that we covered. We also talked about when they went viral a couple times. The Dodo picked them up. They went viral for their engagement photos. And there's been some harsh comments from some very mean people on the internet. And as you know, there's always going to be haters, even if you're the most sweet person in the world. And Compass Couple really got the brunt of it. And Wes and Enna basically helped me out with some of my struggles that I'm going through with their positive mental strength and their good vibrations. So I hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed making it. So let's welcome Wes and Ennis, the Compass Couple to the Luxury Dropout Podcast. Enjoy. Welcome to the Luxury Dropout with Stephanie Joplin. I'm going to welcome Wes and Ennis today coming all the way from Bali, Indonesia, into into my home, into my screen right now. Thank you guys for being here. Of course. Yeah, it's our pleasure. I'm I'm stoked. Like I feel vibe. I'm like vibing with you guys already. Like I just I love it. I'm just getting such great energy from you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we could hang out in real life. For real. Yeah. Like- oh, and we will. I, I was planning at the end of this conversation to let you know I'm coming to Bali like immediately to see you. <laughs> Well, we have a room. So. Yeah, honestly, like, we got this big, like, big ass place so that we have to and then Bali shut its borders. And we were like, oh, well, this is lame. We have all these. Yeah. No I know. Was when when was I, that? Was re- how recent was that? Uh, it got, it got uh, extended about three weeks. Uh, sorry. They just started the lockdown three weeks ago and uh-huh. it just got extended the other day uh, to go for another two weeks. So, okay. Okay. Um, Right now, the only way to get into Bali is if you get like a business visa. Like okay. Regular tourist e visas aren't allowed, um, but we we kind of like circumvented the system and, and got the business visa. And okay. That's how we made it in. But like most people, you have to fly to Jakarta and then go ahead and do like a a, a one week quarantine in Jakarta. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, which makes it tough because like if your family only has like a week or two of vacation. Yeah, that's rough. 
yeah. But yeah, that's that's how it goes. Okay, that's awesome. So I want to talk first of all about the insanity of the fact that you guys went to the same school and never met. <laughs> like, what is even that? What? Yeah, it's crazy. We we grew up like in a car, less than two minutes apart. What? And went to the same school. We even have a lot of the same friends. And like, we just never met. I think you said you noticed me once in the hallway. Yeah. And maybe I noticed you. He was like a, he was the wrestler guy with like yeah. bleach blonde hair. Yeah, like letter jacket and, and definitely like way too influenced by like city my hair. <laughs> okay. um, and I was like, um, I ran in a totally different circle back then. I was like the goth girl, you know, wearing like oh. the combat boots and the fishnets and so like, we mean, had no reason to be in contact. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm kind of into that for you. Like, that sounds pretty hot. So sounds good. It was awesome. <laughs> I had like blue hair. I had red hair. I I did the whole thing. Wow. So okay. yeah, we had a lot of mutual friends, but like we didn't, there was no, yeah. yeah. That's, that's anyway. just wild to me. I can't believe that. You were saying? Yeah, it's crazy. So like our... Our post the other day, our caption was about how, like, if we had met any sooner, we probably wouldn't be together. Because right. if we had met in high school... She was super hot. Like, I remember yeah, I remember, I saw yeah. her, like, freshman year, and I was like, oh, wow, she's really cute. But, like, uh, you know, I, I was, a, I was like, a 13-year-old freshman in high school. I, I, yeah. kind of, I skipped a grade in elementary school, so I was, like, younger than Ooh. most people in our grade. Okay, okay. Um, and so, like, here's, like, a... This, I don't know. 16 year old. Yeah, old. yeah. It's intimidating older uh, girl in my grade, but yeah. uh, we never had any classes or, you know, I was in all the smart people classes. So that's uh, very true. I was not in AP. <laughs> our high school had like 3,000 students neither. in it. So it was, it was just <laughs> like uh, we, we never really connected besides walking past each other in the hallway. Oh yeah, and it's crazy. We're like, now that we're together and we go back to, you know, see our families or whatever, and we're, we're in our old hometown I'm like oh yeah this is the grocery you know store that we used to shop at my whole childhood he's like yeah me too or like this is where I saw my movie theater you know showings or um the mall the we shopped at and it was just all the same I mean I can't imagine how many times like we crossed each other throughout we, life we even have the same class mug and our both our names are on the class mug <laughs> And so, like, you could, it has, like, the whole graduating class written on the side of it. And I was just like, oh, there, there, there I am. There he is, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, if people say they don't believe in fate, I'm going to tell them this story. Because, <laughs> okay, so you were in Amsterdam, right? Both of you. And then you, how did you meet up? Tell me that story. Oh, gosh. So, it, it, it kind of, like, there, there were a lot of things that happened that, like, led to that point. So, you know, we both got married pretty young I think. to other people yeah, to other people <laughs> okay. um so I'm, I got married I'm part of that club too <laughs> yep hey I mean it's all just a learning experience yeah. right yeah. Uh, my, my family was pretty conservative growing up and they you know it was kind of like uh, when I when I got to graduating college they were like okay well this is your girlfriend and you guys are going to live together you need to get married and I kind of like got pressured into it which is never a good thing for marriage um but you know after uh after that kind of broke apart like we we got divorced and I, I decided like I'm gonna kind of like try to revamp my life right so um I I ended up getting the house and the divorce I should say like condo wasn't like a big yeah. house or anything but whatever um I I ended up <laughs> I I made this like big list of like I'm gonna travel the world right and and it was kind of like just a dream or something and uh 
uh, I ended up making it happen and, you know, sold the house. I, I set aside half of it to pay for my master's while I was going abroad. Um, and then the other half, I bought an around the world ticket. And so I did 35 countries in 13 months, just totally solo travel. Um, it was like every two weeks, different country, living out of my backpack. Wow. And, uh, you know, I, I lost a whole bunch of weight. I was quite a bit bigger than I am now. Um, yes. And, you know, I, I, I really got into like the whole running, hiking, travel thing. And near the end of that trip, it was uh, Amsterdam was on, on my list. And for some reason, I think I added you on Facebook, but you did. Uh, we, had well, like, we had like 60 plus friends on, you know, friends in common. Okay, okay. Yeah, one of us added each other, and uh, we we somehow started messaging each other. Yeah, so I ended up in Amsterdam at that time because I was still married. Uh, it's crazy. We were both married for a total of six years. Okay. Or t- we were married years. for three years with that person for six years. It's okay. just like two years apart that it happened, okay. or one year. So I was still married at the time, and my relationship was starting to decline. And so every December my ex-husband and I, we would take a trip to Europe. And so this time around, it was more like a, let's try and save our relationship type trip to Europe. We ended up fighting like the entire time. So it was useless, (laughs) but we were out there and I guess it wasn't useless because that's when I met you. Yeah. And it was like totally as, as friends. Like I I made, Mm -hmm. I made friends with her ex-husband. Like uh, we, we literally, we, we only have like a three day overlap in Amsterdam. Okay. Like we all hung out and like we we explored Amsterdam together. Yeah, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, it was it was a blast, and it was just kind of like, all right, well, you know, nice to meet you guys. See ya. And so, um, I know. Okay, I know that you guys were just friends, but did you, Wes? Did you feel like any? Did you feel an attraction to Ennis? Oh my like, God, I mean, look at him. Of course I did. Of co- <laughs> I mean, he's very handsome, but I'm just saying like you're with your husband. Like I know sometimes you can block that sort of thing, but you definitely already felt like some sort of spark. I'm sure. I mean, definitely. Like, I don't want to sound like a bad person here. You're yeah, not. I'm, I was still listen, with my husband for sure. Or I, but, I'm not um, saying you guys hooked up. I'm just saying what. No, you, no, 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 no. Did you feel like a little like butterfly in your belly? You know, like a little, I think I did. But, you know, at that point, I was like, oh, like, what's ever going to come of this? Yeah. 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 But um, since he had been traveling for so long, it had been a long time since he had even interacted with someone from the US. Better yet, like, from his hometown yeah and so you know in our high school we had like certain slang or certain ways that we would say things or yeah and, um I mean you you mentioned that yeah it was it was just like you know when, you, when you're traveling and you're moving so quickly and I, I was living at a hostels it was basically like you you're just having the same conversation with different people all the time hey where are you from how long have you been traveling Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and then and then they move on and you move on and yeah. then, hey where are you from how long have you been traveling and so all of a sudden like here's this person that I don't actually know but we have all these friends in common and you know we're I, I was basically able to let my guard down I, I knew I could ju- just trust this person just yes. from like the the mutual friends that we had um, and so like you know that there was definitely that that friendship um, but it was really, it was really more just like, oh, this is a really comforting three days. Like I made two new friends and I moved on and they moved on and we didn't talk to each other for like three months. Yeah. No, we didn't message. It was was just kind of like, okay, bye. And then forgot about each other. Exactly. And you know, I, I finished out my trip, they finished out their Europe trip. And then fast forward, you know, a few months and 
Um, yeah. yeah. So um, I was actually living in Las Vegas at the time. I lived there for six years. So I'd moved away from Denver a while ago. My whole family was still in Colorado and my mom was really sick. So I flew back and forth between Vegas and Denver like once a month, basically. Yeah. And so we, my ex-husband was taking me to the airport and he said, um, <laughs> you know who you should reach out to and like catch up with? Ennis and like hear about the the you know how the rest of his trip went and I was like oh my gosh yeah that's a great idea I didn't I would never have thought of that yeah. okay so so like yeah we hung out and like it was totally <laughs> like uh, obviously like after hanging out I was like oh wow like I I really have like a connection with this person more right. than just like the, this friendship and you know so she 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 went back to Vegas and a couple two or three weeks later she came back to see her mom again Okay. Um, but at that point, I yeah, had separated. At, at that point, she she told me like, "Hey, I, I separated with my my husband. You know, I I, I don't think this is gonna work out." And me having been someone that was like freshly divorced like a year and a half before, I was like, "Okay, like, have I you tried relate. this?" Like, I, I was kind of like trying to problem solve. Yeah, first, have you guys you know, done like, therapy? I'm like, yeah, like, it's how how can you guys work work <laughs> through this? And like, I, I was totally like approaching it from like this <laughs> this friendship perspective, and um, you know, just even in those conversations, it was like, oh, wow, like, I'm, I'm really getting to know this person on, on an even deeper level. And, yeah. um, you know, there might be something here, actually. And then it was like, she'd leave, and then she'd come back another two weeks later, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, there's definitely something here. And like, <laughs> it's like, every time she would come back, I would be like, less of a friend and more of like, a, oh, could this actually like work out? And so, you know, pretty soon, we, we start dating. And I got divorced. Uh, yeah, she got yeah. divorced. Got divorced. Yeah. We started dating. Uh, we started right. Dating. Yes. I'm, well, I'm you're allowed to, to date when to... you're separated. I mean, that's <laughs> yeah. So loud. But, but but it was very much like like you know we we wanted to be respectful in that situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was it was kind of like you know because I I got to know the guy too. So like on that, my yeah. end, you know. Yeah, I, and he wasn't you know he didn't like yeah, betray we, me no, or anything. We it was like a, best friends or it anything, was an amicable divorce, so I didn't want to go out of my way to be or anything yeah so we wanted to give him his space and and his time and it it just kind of slowly became this thing where all of a sudden I'm flying to Vegas now to go see her you know and you know it was like this back and forth yeah and at one point you were working a job and you would text me all the time and say god I hate this job I hate this job and I'm like why don't you quit your job and just move to Vegas and live with me? And, and you, he did. Yeah. And he did. Oh my god. And he okay. did. So I I also lived in Vegas for about five years. So I'm no gonna way. ask. Like, yeah, I did. I went to UNLV. Oh, so, so cool. Yeah. What, what area of town were you guys living in? At that point, it was uh, North Las Vegas. Okay. 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 I was yeah, like out in like the boonies, Green Valley areas, like right. Where my old stomping grounds were. (laughs) I actually really love Vegas. Like people hate on it. That's really nice. But I, I love, like I love Vegas. Yeah, it's really fun. I loved it too. I still have friends there. Yeah, yeah. I think when I when I first moved there, I had a job I absolutely despised, and so I in turn hated the city. (laughs) And then I got a job I loved, and I stayed in that for like three or four years, and it really made me love the city. And then you moved out, and it was like finally felt like home it was it was funny because I, I i had just become like certified i was like i was gonna do a big career change i was gonna move from do, like I, I had been in marketing like my whole life uh-huh. and i i had just gotten certified as like a wildland firefighter oh, and i was yeah. like ready to be like this like strong firefighter guy in colorado and then you know 
I, I, I joined like a rescue team and everything. <laughs> and like, like after like a month of, you got of swift water. Yeah. Oh yeah. I got swift water rescue dive certified. So I was like a rescue oh diver, my firefighter. Like, I'm like, all right, like I've got my new career path. And then Wes was just like, come to Vegas and do marketing still. And, and he just dropped just like, it all. And... I just left it all. Oh, I love that. That's so <laughs> fucking romantic. I love it. <laughs> How long um, did you guys date and talk and all of that before that happened, before the move happened? A couple months? Yeah, probably like a one or two months back and yeah. forth. It, this, it was pretty quick. Really honestly. quick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, That's cool. When was this? This was 2007. 18. 18. 18. Okay. Okay. It seems like you guys have been together for centuries. You know what I mean? Like you just have that cosmic connection. (laughs) Like when I look at you guys, when I see your connection, even just now, the way you look at each other, and I know you probably don't notice this because you always see each other, but I just feel like a spark. Like every time you guys look at each other, like, it's really cool. It's really cool to see. I've actually been told that a lot. (laughs) I love love like so much. And I get, so I'm single, but I get so happy for people that have found real love. So it may, it just gives me the giddies. I'm just excited. Do you remember um, when we were in that grocery store and that old guy came oh up to God, us? That yeah. was so strange. And he, he, he used the same word. He used cosmic. Yeah. Really? Like, you two, you two never met this guy. We literally passed him in the aisle wow. once and he stopped and he was like, you two are star-crossed lovers. Um, it's a cosmic connection. And he, oh. we were just like, he was like super hippie. Like he had like really long hair and just like walked up and like started. Uh, you should as he believe. Was ben and Jerry's, you know, like. You should believe everything <laughs> that guy says, like 100%. Yeah. Yeah. We walked out like, well, we've been uh, dating for two months, but that was weird. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so it's, it's my funny God. because like, you know, we, we saved our money up for a year. We, we knew like the sedentary lifestyle was a really our, our, our plan in life. Um, and you know, both of us love travel so much. We originally, we were like, okay, we're going to save our money for a year. We're going to move to New Zealand and it's just going to be a year of van life. And then we're going to come back to normal life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we, uh, you know, we, we, we start saving, saving all our, our money and everything. And all of a sudden, like, holy, like at this point, we're just about three years in, holy crap. Like most of our life has just been traveling together, you know, like we, mm-hmm. we didn't just have like this one trip. It just one trip became two trips and we're uh, jumping way yeah. ahead here. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to get to all that, but I'm just, I, I guess like at first, so you're in Vegas, you're working your jobs. Like what is the, I guess like that final kick in the ass that you guys got to just make the jump to start the world traveling. Yeah. So we had um, dreamily and half drunk (laughs) applied for a visa for New Zealand. Okay. And we didn't realize that there was a time limit on it. Okay. Like you have to use it within one year. Okay. And so we applied for it. And a few days later we were approved and we were like, oh, this is awesome. Like now we have this option. Or was it six months that we had? No, it was a year. Yeah, it was a one year. And so, um, you know, it was kind of just like a pipe dream, something fun that we did. Of course, yeah. we'd really love to do it, but, you know, who gets to just up and leave their life and of course. do van life? Yeah. And then we got an email saying, you have six months left to use your visa or it expires uh, and you can never, ever apply again. 
Oh. Yeah, and we were, that was the kick in the pants. It's we're like, like a once-in-a-lifetime if you're right. accepted in the visa, you have to use it within that one year. They're uh, very strict in New Zealand about everything, I know. So yeah. that makes sense. Oh, wow. So that was the kick in the pants. We're like, are we doing this or are we not? Yeah. Screw it. Let's go. Let's do this. So, so yeah, you we, just... We bought tickets yeah, and left exactly we got the working holiday visa and um we weren't ready to quit our jobs quite yet but like we have to trigger the visa so we, oh yeah in order to yeah. get it started you actually have to go to new zealand to get your passport stamped. exactly so we in may that year we, we flew to new zealand we did like a it was something like a like less than a week it was like a four-day trip to new zealand so like we we took this long ass flight get to new, oh. new zealand just get to get the passport stamped <laughs> and then like have like just a, basically a romantic weekend in one of their cities, <laughs> and then we flew back. And then You're we were like, "All right, the visas kicked off." Yeah, we like literally flew to New Zealand for like a weekend. And then like, we didn't leave, uh, like, to actually go like there until months. two more months. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Okay, you that was yeah. that was committed right there. That was yeah. yeah. You guys and it really was motivation, committed. right? Yes, so like yeah. we had just seen this beautiful place, fallen in love with it in less yes. than a week, and then we come home and we're like okay vegas is cool and all but like let's work our butts off let's pick yeah. up as many hours as we can and let's make this happen so how long you were there for what four months i guess or how long were you uh, there for six, six months, months total six, yeah. six months okay okay so you were in, living in a van you said so tell me about that experience because i Okay, I don't want to say I'm Chrissy, but I feel like I would be very cooped up feeling like living in a van. West, so tell me. Wes definitely lost a lot of her Chrissiness. Like the yeah. first two Yeah, weeks there's no room life. for that. <laughs> yeah. I was yeah. like, where am I going to curl my hair? And, yes. you know. Yes. Yeah, you uh, you adapt. Yeah, it's not like you shower every day in van life. Whoever says that is like they're they're no. they're paying lying. for bathrooms or so, or they're lying. Because, I don't think I shower uh, every yeah. day, anyways. So like, <laughs> whatever. Like, there were times where like we're like she, you know, she first she started using like a bucket of water and and like going out on the beach and bucket. trying to like we have that like expandable silicone bucket of. Of water that uh, you would use. I only use that one. Yeah. So like it in, in the beginning, well. she, she tried using it. It didn't work very well. And I had this big like shtick. I was like, is your shampoo environmentally friendly? Like that's and, a good like, point. We we gotta be safe <laughs> about the environment and all of this stuff. And like hey, yeah, she, we're on like we're on like a deserted beach with no trees or anything nearby. <laughs> but I'm like, we gotta protect whatever wildlife yeah. is like. <laughs> and so so we we started switching to like the the environmentally friendly shampoo, and we slowly <laughs> just like fell into the hippie life. And, okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, it was. It started uh, with the shampoo. It's. it's it started just with the shampoo. It really did. <laughs> Yeah, and then, you know, like, waking up to do your makeup in the morning. I had, like, this tiny little mirror for a while. Or there was a mirror in the van, but mm -hmm. it was, like, so over the sink, really awkwardly placed. I don't know. And she so, used your phone. Yeah, I, yeah, I used my phone, like, the camera in my phone yeah. to do makeup. And eventually yeah. it was just, like, you know, mascara and lip chapstick is fine. <laughs> yes. Okay. You just so kind of fall out of it. Were you guys creating content together at that time or not yet? We, I think our first couple of photos were actually in vegas yeah so we, we took like uh -huh. two or three photos in vegas and then okay. when we got to new zealand we were like all right well we're living in a van and we don't have much else to do let's start <laughs> you know let's really take instagram seriously okay okay and we didn't quite know how to edit 
and the camera we had wasn't that great either. Yeah. But it, we were having so much fun with it, and we really didn't care. Yeah. Yeah. We call it our washed out face. For some reason, we just like every photo we edited from New Zealand was like super high white balance. Yeah. Yeah, like, super yeah, washed out. Just, yeah, but they're still pretty, out. and they have really good memories attached to them. So. Of course. But, yeah. Of course. Well, I just, that's another thing I was noticing about your photos. I was like, these are so well edited. I mean, I thought I was good at, like, I use my iPhone for my pictures mostly. And I literally have like a little tripod and I have a clicker, a Bluetooth clicker. And I set it up like when I go on vacation, and I take pictures. And so people are like, oh my God, who took this? I'm like, me. I took it. So what? <laughs> you know, and it's like always the, like, the, the most unseeming location like a, like a lot of the pictures i recently took when i was in mexico are at this pool at my friend's condo and there's like three cactus like only three cacti cacti ca three cacti like lined up by this pool it's just like a little it's just like a little nothing pool and i just was like i took like a plastic chair and i propped my ass in it in a bikini and i just was like i'm a goddess and then like clicked the shutter and i got a really great shot and i was like okay and then i posted it and i'm like there everyone's like where is this what hotel is this i was like literally it's not a hotel like you can't even pay to stay there like it's just like a crappy little pool it's like the most depressing place you'll ever be but <laughs> look what i can do yeah right yeah um and i'm gonna get to all of that soon i want to go like sequentially here so okay so you start creating content when you're in living in the van in New Zealand and you are traveling around, I mean, are you going all around New Zealand? Or are you staying in one place or what's, what's the vibe? No, we would travel pretty consistently. Yeah, um, so I, I can't drive manual. I, I learned in New Zealand, fair. but no, you didn't. We'll say I didn't. <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, cars are on the opposite side of the road compared to the U.S. And so, like, and you're, you're on the yeah, opposite side of the car where yeah. the yes. steering wheel is. So when yes. you're trying to learn manual, you're basically learning it backwards to uh -huh. like what you've seen everyone do it your whole life. So. Mm -hmm. Wes did like 99.9% .9 of the driving. Damn, sis. Like okay. Every day. Yeah. For six months. Yeah. I think you drove for a total of three hours. Something like, yeah, I think we calculated it was like three, three and a half hours. And then when you stalled out in the middle of the road and there were cars coming, I'm like, Ooh, we're done. Nope. Yeah, get out. It wasn't, wasn't my shining moment. That's okay. That's okay. You're, you're so good, good at, at so many other things. So I was just going to say, you're good at other stuff, honey. It's okay. <laughs> um, so Wes would drive us around maybe three to five hours a day. Uh, okay. And we started on the North Island. And we, I mean, by the by the end of it, we, we probably circumvented New Zealand a good three times total. Just like, I mean, it got to the know? point where we didn't even need Google Maps. I'm like, oh, we've driven this road like 15 times. Yeah. I know where we are. <laughs> I mean, y'all could we probably don't. do the Hakka now or something. I'm sure. Like, uh, yeah, we um, actually we haven't memorized. Yeah, see, I just got the so. first half, but you could, yeah. man. I uh, thought so. I'm like, I'm pretty yeah. sure they can do that. <laughs> the culture there is really sick. Like, it's just I'm very into the vibe of, that they have, like in Polynesia, like you know Hawaii and like that kind of vibe. And I feel like that it's like I've never been there, but I feel like it's like that New Zealand where it's very tribal, and I, I love that feeling um and super laid back like yeah. you see people just like walking barefoot everywhere whether it's yeah. to a supermarket or or How like cool. just like on the sidewalk it, it's just like it's very much island vibes but mm -hmm. on a much bigger scale because like when, you, right. when you're comparing it to other islands that you know they have a lot more land compared yes. to like 
and New Zealand gets yeah. like snow you know it's very unique yes. island <laughs> yes. yes I just I guess I mean like the history the tri- like that tribal mentality like that yeah. sort of feeling I, I I really respect that I like that a lot and I vibe with that too um so yeah. after those six months passed you had to leave and then what did you do right after that so our, our plan <laughs> <laughs> initially we were gonna um we were like okay we're gonna go to Belay, but yeah so we we decided okay we're gonna keep this going i was working part-time as a contractor for two different for two different marketing agencies uh, the okay. whole time in new zealand okay and i was like okay like working out of the van is okay but <laughs> was it um, realistically it was it was a challenge like yeah between, you know, you're trying just to find yourself um everywhere you go yeah i can't really work when we're driving because it makes me a little nauseous so like there'd be times where we'd meet really cool people and like everyone's around the campfire and i'm like sorry guys i got three blogs to write tonight <laughs> you know and i would just like have to jump back in the van and, and work <laughs> the next. you know it was very much like i'd spend my waking hours with everybody and then as everyone's going to sleep and winding down i'd be working until like three four in the morning getting yeah. my work done for, for the u.s clients he made a um, lot of sacrifices yeah it was, it was it was a lot of work because at that point i was not working oh yeah, yeah. So it, was, nice. it was definitely uh you know we were like all right well if we want to keep this travel thing going like this is what we got to do um and so we we decided okay let's let's see if we can get like a home base somewhere that we can work um, more hours, but then like take shorter trips from, and also yeah. not like live out of our backpacks mm-hmm. because that's it's fun for a while, but it's exhausting after yeah. a while. That's exhausting. So yeah, so yeah. we we ended up like getting a visa and going to Malaysia, and the oh. plan was like, okay, we'll sign like a, a one year lease, and we're just gonna every every few weeks, like we're gonna go to a different country for two weeks and then come back. And yeah. it's just going to be our home base. And Kuala Lumpur okay. is so centrally located within Asia. So it's like yeah. the flights are super cheap. It's like three hours to get anywhere. Yeah. And it's, it was like the perfect plan. Yeah, it's a super affordable city anyway for any traveler. And oh, like, good. So we, we got there, we got our place, and then we decided, all right, we're going to do India first. And so we go to India for the Holy Festival. And it is just like chaos, chaos like, beautiful, oh, insane <laughs> chaos, culture shock. And it was just as COVID started. So like, we were the only Westerners like, yeah, we went, we went in March. So. so it was like, COVID was kind of just starting to buzz, you know, like people were talking about it. But in India, they were saying, um, because of the, the temperatures out there, that COVID wasn't really a thing. But like, no one had, we didn't know anything about COVID at that point. Yeah. So we were like, oh okay like we should be fine it was it yeah. was just like the obviously it was it was just being naive now you know looking back now but like the, the everyone even the news channels like we, we had like news people that would see us and like oh these are, these are the only non-indians here let's like interview them for tv right <laughs> and uh they'd come up to us and be like do you think covid's a thing we don't believe it is uh because Shoot. our scientists are saying that it's too hot for covid out here and i was like uh, you know, so like, there's like this moment where there's How this do you national the news line? channel with a fight yeah. in your face, and I'm like, okay, I can either look really dumb or like, oh, but no. I don't want to insult all the people around me that are literally having this festival with like a million people running around. Of course, that they're probably not doing the right thing, and so yeah. I was like, yeah, guys, just follow your hearts, and you know, COVID is bad, and you got to be careful, but also travel is nice, and it was like just the. No, 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 no. We basically said, like, it's okay to travel right now. Just make sure you're safe. 
Of course. That's all we can. Yeah. Well, as I mean, none of us, none of us were educated on COVID at the time. And actually guess where I was when COVID hit. Just take a, take a guess. It's a very special place to you guys. New Zealand? Nope. Very special. Even more special. Amsterdam. No. We were in Amsterdam. Oh. Oh. Cairo, Cairo. Oh, oh my Cairo. gosh! Sorry. <laughs> I'm like, it's very special. <laughs> She's like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So I was in Cairo. My dad is from Alexandria, and so Yay. it was our first time to go as a family to Egypt together to meet my to see my cousins I hadn't seen. I mean, I'd seen them when I was a kid in in Paris because all my Egyptian family most of them moved to to Paris after they were in Egypt or some some went to Lebanon but most in Paris. So I saw my cousins, their kids, we all got to get like my you know my dad saw his cousins, like it was just like a great reunion. It, it was my birthday, March 7th, and then we mm-hmm. went to we left Cairo. We saw all the things in in Cairo. We had a tour. My dad like my dad is a fan of using American Express. Like, this is not a paid ad. Like, he literally is like, let's call the concierge at American Express and see what they recommend. And then they led him to this travel agency. I forgot what it's called. It's like Abercrombie and Kent is what it's called. And it's like this very freaking fancy travel agency, right? And he just did it up, like spent like, I don't even know how many thousands of dollars on this trip for us. And like a guy, like a guide who speaks perfect English and like knows the history from, you know, A to Z and air conditioned transfers. And like, we stayed at the four seasons and like, it was just all out. So we do the Egyptian museum. We do the pyramids. We go up inside. Did you guys go up inside that py- the pyramid? Okay. That yeah. was, I was like, what like I was shocked because they were like oh you're gonna have to bend down so I'm like you know bend down no like that is like you're basically crawling <laughs> and I was like wait yeah. I, I was like wait how do you get out and they're like the same way I'm like huh <laughs> and it's so steep I'm like can I just yeah. like literally tumble out of yeah, here they should make like a like a slide or like a yes out of the that's top a great something. idea yeah. yes they actually one lady an older lady she was on her bum and like scooting all the way back down because she couldn't honey i know poor honey i know but i was like so proud of my parents i was like they because they work out and they're like in their 70s and so they were just like oh, no. do, like even better than i i was like okay one day i'm gonna get there like dying <laughs> but that was cool and then we we got up at like 1 a.m took a 3 a.m flight um to Luxor and got to see the valley of the kings and queens and then that night was the night before we were going to get on a luxury like small little cruise boat and cruise down the Nile go to Sharm el Sheikh like do all that stuff right and that's when it hit like hard and my dad was like we need to go home and I was like no I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, I don't want to go back to work because I was still working in corporate hospitality. I was like, not ready to go home. We'd only been gone for four days, literally four days. And they quarantined us in our hotel and out in Luxor. And I was like, oh, I was like, this is not, this is not good. And then it came out that there was a cruise ship, like a small cruise ship, similar to what we were doing with passengers from Houston where I'm from and they all came down with COVID and I was like damn it 
So then of course my dad is like on the phone, like booking, trying to get us back home. And it was just like this shit show trying to get all of us back home. It was me, my mom, my dad, my sister, and her husband. And we just, I mean, it took us like a day and a half to get home. You know, we probably were in Frankfurt airport for six hours, seven hours, something crazy. We finally made it home, but I I can, you know, I can relate to this whole thing of there's all this stuff going on in Egypt too. They had a film festival going on at the time. And Mm -hmm. I just was so excited to see everything. And now I'm like, Hey dad, like, when are we going to go back? He's like, I'm kind of over it. I'm like, what? No, don't be over it. And so I don't know. I don't think we're ever going to go back like that as a family. But at least when we were there, it was like a whirlwind of all of the greats. So it was like greatest hits. Oh, four days, man. I know. It was too too little. How long long were you there? uh, We spent about a month there. Okay. Oh, that's so amazing. So what was... so? I mean, obviously the pyramids, the Sphinx, they're all just take your breath away. Like, oh my gosh, I'm here in person. But was there one thing or another that really just took your breath away? Um, besides the proposal, we're going to get there. But um, see, like seeing or, or experiencing something when you were in, in Egypt that you just really were like, wow. For me, I, I had been to Egypt previously and scuba diving um was it was, was a big thing for me okay and, uh, okay okay i i always wanted Wes to scuba dive and so uh, i i already had like a an instructor out there that that was like cool. he gave us a great deal and like my my most special memories outside of the outside of the proposal are going and getting west like scuba certified and i got my uh, advanced there yeah yeah was, i got my open water oh, yeah, in so new sorry. zealand Wow. in like okay. the sharkiest so, waters yeah. in the world <laughs> mind you my biggest oh my fear is open water so like <gasps> oh my god this was a whole new level for me yeah, yeah. no i agree when i that was we had that some was really the most amazing breathtaking. moments underwater yeah yeah well, there, there's this there's this dive where like uh you can only do it if like you're advanced certified or like in the certification process because it goes a little deeper it's a drift dive um, yeah. yeah it's a drift dive drift dive uh it's called the bells it's basically like this sheer drop like it goes down 2000 plus feet so like you're you've got like a huge like coral reef canyon on one side and the other side is just like open okay. water and <gasps> it's just blue as far as you can see oh and you're gosh. drifting in current so like it's it's really fun because like you don't even realize it wow like, you, you barely have to swim you yeah just... <laughs> um, but like oh, we, cool. we did this thing where like we, we basically i think we started at like maybe 15 or 20 feet yeah. And we uh, we just held hands and and then we we both pulled out. Uh, it's called your buoyancy control device. So like it, it's a vest that fills with like air to help okay. you go up and down. Okay. And we both just like released all the air, and so we we just started <gasps> sinking, and we dropped uh, down to like I don't know like sixty feet, yeah, seventy feet, sixty or seventy feet, just like looking at each other, like falling. And it, it was like you're basically in like a slow motion free fall, but like with the current. It's just like the coolest feeling to, to have that. Yeah, yeah that so was like, amazing. It's like a movie. Was a really cool oh, it's so nice. It really did feel like one. Yeah. I feel like we got kind of teary-eyed. Because you're already in water. I know. Um, so like when, so India was when, that was last March, 2020, March. And then when did you guys get engaged? What month was that? Um, that was November, November. Uh, okay. of the same year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So India was in March, and then where did you quarantine? Was it in Malaysia that you quarant? Like, 
we almost really got screwed so the same thing kind of happened to us that happened to you like covid hit hard and it was uh i think we only had we We were supposed to be flying out the next day Um, and our 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 exit flight got canceled and i i just had this like weird feeling about covid and like no one's lived through a pandemic before in our lifetime right so it's like you don't know how to approach it and i just got this weird feeling like we need to get back to malaysia before like anything happens because i'm already Mm -hmm. hearing about other countries closing their borders Mm -hmm. um so like they canceled our flight and no one told us the flight was canceled. They didn't and email us or anything. Nothing. And so yeah. luckily you just had this inkling and decided yeah. to check well, on the I flight. Was, I was working late that night and I was just like, let me just check on the flights before I go to bed. And I see in big red letters canceled. Smarty so, like, pants. Holy crap. <laughs> like now, now I'm on the phone with all the different airlines trying to get it sorted out. And we get on like this puddle jumper to take us on uh, to another city where we can connect and then fly back to Malaysia. And we, right. we literally got to Malaysia like, it was something like 12 hours after we, we entered Malaysia, they shut okay. their borders. <gasps> and so like, Ooh. yeah. So like, we were this close yeah. to getting stuck in India because <laughs> Malaysia's borders are still closed today. Yeah, yeah, they to never opened. Day, they haven't opened it. So we would have never been able to get back to our brand new apartment. We just signed the lease for all of our yeah. stuff. Yeah, we got really lucky. Oh my God. But you can, you can get out. You just can't get back in is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So when, um, when did you move home base? to bali is that we we did malaysia for 10 months okay um and after 10 months we were like we're like they're gonna lift the the lockdown any day now right and like yeah it just keeps going like you know because originally as tourists uh americans can stay in malaysia for 90 days and then normally they have to leave the country for one day and then they can go back in and you get another 90 days but if we left Um, we were not going to be coming back but because of the lockdowns they just kept extending our visa um, and so for 10 months, we were just like in our apartment, maybe driving around Malaysia a little bit mm-hmm. um, and taking photos there. But like we, we had mostly seen the country by that point. Yeah. We were like, okay, we're ready to go. Um, we broke our lease a little early and luckily we had like a really great landlord. And oh gosh, super understanding. And we we're like, okay, let's, uh, let's, let's go to Egypt. And so we, we bought our tickets there and I, I had already been planning this like proposal in the background. Um, and so like, this? proposal <laughs> um so, so uh, blew my mind yeah i guess it kind of like this is the time to start you know like laying little breadcrumbs for it um yes. so basically um less less is always the person that does surprises like i'm I'm so bad at surprising people i'm a horrible liar i'm, hor- <laughs> I'm horrible at hiding anything bodes really yeah. well for me yeah, yeah. <laughs> the proposal it's like holy crap like how am i gonna how am I going to plan this? Because like I, I was custom designing this ring with a designer in the US. It's gorgeous. It's perfect. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's beautiful. And so like, like I'm, just, I'm working with the guy in the US and it's finally ready. And I'm like, all right, I'm not going to trust them to just like mail it to Malaysia. Because Obviously. Like, you know, with COVID and random government regulations, I just don't want that. Yeah. I need someone that I trust that can bring the ring to us. But how, how do I like frame that? So um, Wait, you're kind of glossing over what oh, happened oh. to us in malaysia oh, oh my gosh yeah <laughs> so this is what really threw me off the scent oh no so oh, no. um we we, we had talked <laughs> <was really> <laughs> oh no <laughs> so we had talked about uh marriage and you know getting engaged and stuff for for a few months and um he was working behind my back to design a ring for me in malaysia because it was really cheap and um this place 
can't name names. They signed an NDA. <laughs> After okay, the court no big, case. No big yeah. deal. <laughs> so we, um, like, their work looked amazing, you know? So he, he felt really confident in them. Took them the design that he wanted. They were like, oh, we can do this. He said, take a few days, think about it, because it's very intricate. And uh, they came back and said, oh, yeah, totally, we got this. So I'm, I'm trying to get this ring designed behind Wes's back, so she has no idea. But, like, we, we had up to that point, like, talked about, like, oh, if you were to propose at some point, you know, like, every girl kind of leaves a little clue. Yeah. Like, she's like, I kind of like stuff like this. I like stuff like this. Yes. We've been talking about getting married for over a year anyway. And right. uh, such a whirlwind relationship. And, <laughs> um, so finally, they send me a photo of the ring when it's like 75% finished, right? Mind you, I'm sitting right next to him uh, when he gets this photo. We're, we're, and yeah. I just see all the color yeah. drain from his face. We're on a bus coming back from a different city in Malaysia just because like we, we took a quick like photo weekend. Okay. And uh, I look at this photo and I'm just like, I'm like oh, are you okay? No. What's wrong? And I'm just, I'm just like, nothing everything is fine but like i am just like the worst liar i already like (laughs) i already paid a deposit on this ring like uh you know what and it it is just like it looks like like a a gumball machine yeah yeah like oh my god it's like like if you took a class ring and just like butchered it butchered it and and, like it's huge like like it's bigger than her hand (laughs) Uh, like it was awful i am just so upset and like this is the point where I'm like, okay, well, I, I'm a, I can't lie. Wes sees something's wrong. And I'm just like, Wes, I'm so sorry. Like, this is the situation I was going to, I was thinking, you know, I was going to have this ring designed. I didn't have like a, a proposal time or date set up when I wanted it designed. Uh, and I was like, but he's such I, a yeah. good, you're such a good hearted person that when you saw it, he texted them back and he was like, Hey, you know, I really appreciate all the work you put in. You can keep the deposit to, to pay your workers, but I hate. I think we're we're just <laughs> gonna much. stop. I, I was kind of a, I was kind of a pushover. In, You're in just a sweetheart, right and that's good. And then so when I saw it, I was like, uh, no, I turned into the pit bull, right? And I was like, yeah. I don't think so. This is not what you asked for. Screw so that. We're gonna get your money back. They totally ripped you off. On WhatsApp as me, and she's like, oh, she's like, no, we need to get our money back. All this stuff and. And they were just like, no, we, we're we're keeping all the money, and like the mm-hmm. best we can give you is like we'll give you this lump of half finished metal, and that'll be your collateral. Oh, and we were goodness. like, all right, something's being something's kind of sketchy here, and we're yeah. like, we're like they're I feel like they're taking advantage of us because we're not locals, right? So, right. Yeah, uh, I think they mistook yeah. your kindness for weakness, mm-hmm. and yeah. that was that was not okay. And yeah. so we um, we had a friend who was a doctor out there. And we were telling him about this whole thing. And he was like, you know, my mother's a lawyer. And so f- completely for free, pays to have connections, right? Wow. He sets up an appointment with his mom, the lawyer, and us. And she's like, you have a great case here. She's looking at all the pictures. That's the ugliest ring I've ever seen. Let's take them to court. And so we did. And uh, unfortunately, because it was... It was a civil court. Yeah. So we couldn't we actually be represented by a lawyer. Had to we, had to, yeah, we had to represent ourselves. So like now we're doing all this legal research. We're like looking into like consumer laws in Malaysia. Oh, and like wow. it was bottom line. It was just like me and this designer in front of a judge. And there's like a crowd of people behind us. It was like so interesting because it was like it, it wasn't like as nice of a courtroom in the U.S. But like 
we, we both came ready with our arguments. We had like <laughs> copies of all the web. Everything's highlighted. All the WhatsApp like, chats. All of the other cases ahead of us took like 10 minutes and we were there for eight hours <laughs> arguing with yeah, this like, woman. I'm a type A personality. She was a type A personality. And it was like, we both had just like rebuttals. And there was a moment where I was like, this is my chance to do this. I will never in my life have another chance. Uh, she said something and I was like, your honor, I object. And like, <laughs> and the judge just like blew me off. She's like, shut up and sit down. No, she loved you. She thought you were hilarious. I think that's half the reason she granted us as the winning party because she's like, and it's sit down. Yeah. Like, she was so funny. Have you been but, watching uh, yeah. too much Law and Order, Ennis? <laughs> I, I had to have that moment in my life. So yes. It's just like, I object. I object. <laughs> And it worked, you know, we won the case. But yeah. after that, it was like such a hassle. And he was like, look, I love you, babe, but I hope you understand. I'm just, I need a little break from the ring design thing. Like, yeah, yeah like, don't, is, it, don't is it okay? Also, anytime soon. Like because like, we travel so much, it's hard for us to stop and stay somewhere and have a ring made and all of that. And we were planning to leave like two weeks after this court case ended. So there was no time to go and do anything else. So I'm like, it's totally fine. I'm not expecting anything. That was a shit show. Let's just move on with our lives and it'll happen when it happens. Yeah. What she didn't realize was the moment we realized it was a bad ring and that we weren't going to go with them. I started using a different designer in the U.S. to, to make a ring um, without her knowing. Um, and so sweet. So, you know, during this whole court case, all these court proceedings, and we're planning to go to Egypt and everything, I'm having this ring made. And so I got to figure out how to get the ring to Egypt. You're so crazy. Um, and so, yeah. you know, Wes, Wes is the queen of surprises. Like, I, I can't. And planning. Yeah, and planning. Every trip we've ever taken, I plan 99% yeah. so, of it. So, like, yeah. she's somebody that, like, she needs to have control of the planning of it, of the trip or it's else so or else it's it's just not going to happen the way it needs to happen right <laughs> yeah uh, same so, <laughs> i i, I message i message one of my best friends who Wes had already met because he came out to see us in new zealand and he stayed with us for a little bit um and jordan jordan yeah love jordan uh i told him like hey this is what you're going to do you're going to text Wes on whatsapp and you're going to say hey, I want to surprise Ennis and meet him in Egypt. And so, like, as soon as you do that, Wes is just, it's like, like, hook, line, and sinker. Like, she's just... And Jordan was she, like, yeah. he's, she's never going to go for that. Yeah, I yeah I'm like, I'm like, you, you dangle a surprise, the opportunity to surprise someone in front of Wes, and she will take it, like, 100% of the time. Okay. So, yes, let's do this. I'm already yeah, so, planning what we're going to do here, flying to this airport. Like, she inadvertently planned her own because she planned every spot we're going to and i Egypt didn't tell him any of when it when jordan is meeting up with us she, she set it up so we're both in the same hotel and she thinks she's surprising me with my best one of my best friends and i had like i planned out okay we're gonna do the pyramids on this day we're gonna do the the nile river cruise these dates yes and, like, the whole nine i i did and he's just sharing screenshot after screenshot with me yeah like, right you text him and then, like, 4 a.m., I, I usually had some calls at 4 a.m., so, like, that's when I would text Jordan because it was, like, perfect U.S. time. Yes. And, uh, yeah, it was just <laughs> so funny. Yeah. Um, we even coordinated. Um, we met this girl through Instagram who lived in Cairo. Yes. And uh, we'd been messaging with her for a few years, or a year. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, for mm -hmm. about a year. And Ennis looped her in 
as well saying like hey reach out to Wes and say that like you want to meet up while we're there and like you guys can do like a girls photo shoot at the pyramids and so that way she was there to help us like record and you know plan everything because she spoke perfect Arabic and getting into some of these places with cameras can be nearly impossible oh what especially professional yeah it's like impossible so I'll see you in a little little bribery little money yeah (laughs) usually works (laughs) um but yeah so he wanted to have her there in case we had any hiccups with security and like I think we'll get to that but thank god she was there yeah um and so like yeah she's messaging with me and then sending him screenshots so I'm just like the biggest joke in our house and I have no idea (laughs) And like, I also like, there was, there was this moment when in Malaysia, when I was designing the first ring where Wes was like, where are you going? And, and I couldn't tell her I was designing a ring. Right. So I, I told her like, oh, you caught me. I was actually working with a dressmaker. Um, and so now I'm like, shit, like now I have to buy her a dress just so like she is thrown off the scent. So like I sent her, I sent her to a custom dressmaker and we had her make the dress that she was going to get proposed to. Yeah, he literally, like, he was like, this is the dress I want her wearing during the proposal. And it was gorgeous, of course. So he, he showed it to me and he was like, hey, if you want to make those two dresses that you want, can you get this one made? I really yeah, like this really too. Cool and I was like, one. yeah, of she course. She some dresses made and like, you know, she has no idea she's going to get I thought that was my surprise. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So fast forward, we're finally in Egypt and uh, we're at the airport and like someone, someone says my name and I'm like, what? And oh my god it's jordan oh what god. how are you what? here and so i had to like bake like it's in yeah. the stories uh, yeah. if you want to see me make a pull of myself yeah. i'm just like oh wow jordan what a surprise oh man and usually like, you're not yeah. very good with that no. like acting and bullshitting but you you played me yeah all you gotta do is just say what like 10 times in a row what like, oh my god yeah you know luckily luckily i I didn't have to hold the secret for, for too much longer. Um, you know, it's it's two days later, so we it's time to go to the Sphinx and the pyramids. And I had been like watching YouTube, like people just like walk through the whole area. So like, yeah. I had been there once before, and I'm I'm just like planning like every step of like, yeah, this is the spot. This is where the handoff of the ring will happen. Yeah, this is yeah. Uh, and so that morning where we wake up a few hours early you know as we do for like any photo shoot i can't find my cufflinks he would not shut up about these cufflinks all morning i had i had a nice shirt made for the occasion as well yeah i'm like i need my cufflinks and she's like hey just like wear a different shirt or like whatever and i'm like no i need my cufflinks and so like i'm just like tearing everything up and i can't find the cufflinks and i end up using just like some there are some like removable buttons that i had that that i just like (laughs) improvise um but like in the my my franticness i I forgot the tripod i forgot you know i was gonna have like a gopro attached the camera i was gonna have like something that holds a like a phone to like record record it it. i forgot all of that because of these damn (laughs) couplings that that were missing and we we end up like going through you know like there's that little security gate to get get the pyramid Mm -hmm. we go through there and they see that we have a nice camera our friend has a nice camera we're dressed we're dressed nice and they just throw up they think we're like shooting they literally thought we were shooting a secret netflix special and they were like 
you need to pay $5,000 for a media permit to do that. It was and we're crazy. Like, and we're, so, yeah, we're yeah. just Instagrammers here with the camera. Like yeah. everything is fine. And so luckily we had a uh, Farah. She's wandered to wherever on Instagram. She's amazing. She was there with us. She just got into like this full blown Arabic argument yeah. at the security gate. For she's us. Like, we're just listen. standing there like, yeah. Oh man, <laughs> she is fierce when she needs to be and we're just standing there like meek little yeah you have to be you have to be like that because otherwise they're going to just walk all over you and so she got her way and we got through thank god she probably um, she probably said like he's gonna fucking propose so you better let them in like something like that probably because you wouldn't understand yeah yeah, exactly it was just a lot of yelling and they finally just shook their heads and let us in (laughs) Uh, it actually worked out that we didn't bring the tripod because that would have made them think we're really filming yes right um and we we i even hired like i was like farah do you know anybody that has like a camera that he could just record some video on the camera Mm -hmm. um and so this guy also came along with us and uh his on his id card it says he's a professional videographer yeah they list Um, your your job title on your actual like personal id out there so that everyone knows what your profession is yeah Yeah, and so they saw that he was a photographer and they're like yeah yeah." uh, i I framed it to wes as like uh oh farah's friend wants to come with us he's a videographer we could do some IGTV with this yeah why not sure let's do it yeah you know but in reality i'm just trying to get as many cameras on the occasion as possible um, and so like we're walking to the pyramids and um, jo- Wes is in the front Jordan is right behind her and he takes the ring out of his pocket and does like the handoff behind him and I take it I'm like oh shoot this is the moment right oh so like, I put the I put it in my back right pocket and uh, I just keep Wes on like my left peripheral the whole time so she doesn't yes. see this like bulge coming out of my pocket yes. and um, you know it's, it's finally time and uh, I framed the I framed the shot and I'm just like Jordan just yeah. Just snap, keep snap, your snap, finger snap. on the shutter. Like you don't need to do yeah. anything else. It's perfectly framed. It's it's set up for you. Just do it. And then Farah's so, on her phone, and the other guy's taking video. So we yeah. go to we go to shoot. Right, I walk down first <laughs> so that he can get it squared up. Yes. And um, he he comes down, and you know I'm like ready to pose. I'm like I can hear the camera clicking. I don't want to waste all this memory. You know, on our SD card. Like let's just pose. Let's get this done. They're gonna freak out and kick us out as soon as they see us taking pictures anyway and he's like he goes to pose and he's like oh hold on and he's like pulling his phone out and he's sometimes we listen to music during our shoots just to get us like you know of course and um so he puts on our song oh which is what yeah which is it's, what uh, uh phil wickham uh till i found you so oh. it's like a it's something from like the very beginning of our relationship but it, it really matched up it, it yeah. matched up with like everything that was going on in our lives and our whole relationship and how it started it was like perfect but so he's putting this song on and i'm like come on like you're taking forever yeah. let's start Racing shooting memory, and like, so i look over to the crowd of people or not the crowd because it was just yeah. our group but i'm like sorry guys he's having a moment like just give us a minute and, and i'm like oh boy am i having a Oh boy. <laughs> yeah oh and yeah boy. so we we start to pose and and then he starts talking and i'm like why is he talking and you know but then he he kissed you side. right like he, you you kissed her right that's not like i, I was um, watching so it after the proposal so, so after? like we, we, okay. we did a couple of poses of like uh like you know just hot okay. instagrammer stuff right and then right. Like, for like a second yeah, a and then second. you started talking yeah, and then and I, you know it was all the, the sweet stuff saying like yeah. you're the best thing that ever happened to me i had this i had this time down to like okay realistically 
I, I have horrible memory. I'm going to write out this script. And then I just like, I spent like a month just like editing the script so that it fits in like a certain number of seconds so that I can say it fast enough. And, uh, but like, I know exactly what I need to say, um, get the message across. And then um, as soon as I let go of her hands, she starts realizing what's happening. And, yeah, like, she started reaching I, back and, and I'm like, oh, oh my God, oh my God. I had a back injury like, like six months earlier. Um, that like uh it's still it's still like it sealed up a little bit but I, I ruptured the discs in my lower back and okay so like actions like kneeling were really hard for me mm -hmm. and so like I, I was literally like when Wes was in another room I would practice just like doing the kneel for the proposal oh, you sweet man. so that it like so oh, that it was like okay for the proposal right and you nailed yeah. it <laughs> I nailed it for sure my heart so can't take this right now oh my god that's so nice um, so of course i wasn't expecting it at all and i always yeah, you thought were just like, because i know everything that's always going on all the time this was so far out of you you made me like trick myself and she planned her own proposal basically. oh my god it was uh, I, my mind was so blown he he opened the ring box and it was like the most beautiful thing i'd ever seen and I, i'm like how did he get where did this come how, i just where is this from yeah yeah and so of course jordan and just like of course i said <laughs> yes and started crying and it was like the most amazing moment of my life and then it clicked, so and I was like, "This whole thing is a setup." Wait a minute! Yeah, this is, is this yeah. why? You're, did you know he was coming? Yeah, you've been yeah I was fun. Um, <laughs> and so you know, we were so happy, and like, it's not like we were just like sloppily making out or anything. We just had like a like a kiss because we just got engaged. Of course, yeah. But like, of course, the they security saw. lady that was like giving us trouble when we were entering oh my saw us kiss and was like, "You're disgracing the pyramids," and I'm like, "Yeah, these." These freaking heathen ancient Egyptians that probably did a lot worse stuff around here. Yeah, um, like, but yeah, like like I'm I'm Muslim too. Like I'm not yeah. I'm not super conservative. I'm just yeah. like, but I'm I'm not trying to like disgrace a country. I just like kiss yeah. someone because we got engaged. Yeah. And yeah. she calls security and she's just like, get them. They're doing a Netflix special. Oh, and so like, what so is the obsession? I don't know. And so Ferris says some stuff in Arabic, and the the woman walks away. And so we're just kind of like walking and then we turn and we look for the videographer friend and we see that like he had been just kind of like taken away from us and put on a horse buggy and we're like they were like taking like him to their security what it was and we we're like where disappeared and so we oh my had god to walk like a mile around the pyramids to go and find him because he has all our footage yeah so the security office is like on the other side of the pyramids like they have two main offices which was a really cool walk because yeah. we got to walk around <laughs> it was the a fun walk, and we like... were engaged nothing could bother yeah us. yeah so right we finally went and we found him and they made him delete everything um but like so like we we still have our camera with the photos on it and luckily okay. we learned this trick from our buddy where uh, our camera has like dual sd slots okay. so like one slot is for video and one slot is for photos. Okay. Um, and so like what you can do is you can take out your photo SD card and people have no idea that maybe just that you had a second SD. As long as they just see one memory card in there, they just think that's a memory card. So like I, I had taken like two videos of our friend Jordan just like waving at the pyramids or whatever. And, and so like as we're realizing what's going on, I'm like, uh, I take out this card and, and I'm like, can I excuse myself to use the bathroom? And they're like, yeah, sure. And I go to the bathroom and I slip it in my sock. 
yeah. so that I know they're not going to delete our photos at least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and so like, uh, and our friend Farah, they didn't delete anything that was taken on phone. They just wanted to del- like wipe the cameras. Okay. Um, and so we go back, we're arguing with them. We were there for two and a half hours. Yeah, it was just detained. ridiculous. Like, like I'm trying everything in the book. Like, I'm, I'm like being calm. I'm yelling. I'm like fake crying. <laughs> I'm like just trying to like get some kind of response. And these guys are just stoic. Like they're just sitting there like, we don't care. Yeah, we don't care. Yeah. And, and and like they were like, if you want, you can go get a five thousand dollar media pass and you can come back and repropose. And I was like, what is the point? Like that, you know, repropose. Okay, yeah. right. Sure. Exactly. I'm gonna be just as surprised um, the second time. And so oh I was God. finally like, Well, can I at least see the footage first, like before you guys delete it? And and the they showed us. They and it showed was us, and awesome. this guy was like, he said he was a videographer, but man, it was like he was having a seizure and like spinning oh, around at the God. same time. Walking. It was oh, awful, man. and we're like, Billy, like, let's go. I got other things to do today. Thank God. Yeah, and so we we didn't really lose much, but. Uh, it was just like this funny like three hour detour after the proposal. I'm like I was uh, getting like really warm like when you told me they deleted your video I was like oh it's really hot in here like whoa yeah like, I mean I'm like stressed <laughs> like the video that Farrah took on her phone is the one that we use for our story highlights and yeah I saw and that. it turned out great like she killed it so she did yeah she did a great job so glad yay Sarah yay yes <laughs> that's amazing so um yeah. So you said that you're Muslim. So where is your family? Is your family from Tur- from Turkey? Because I heard you speaking Turkish. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. that's yeah. That's um, so I was my, like, my thank God, are, thank yeah. God that you spoke the language when you were there. That was yeah, fortunate. in Turkey. It's, yeah, it's that helped helpful. us a lot. Uh, I mean, I, I grew up going to Turkey every few years. Um, okay, see, I have a lot of extended family there. Our family kind of spread out. So like, I, I have tons of family in Germany, in the states, and in Turkey, um, and so uh yeah fluent in the language my, my parents are both immigrants that came over at different times my mom came to the u.s when she was 12 and my dad came when he was like 20 or 21 and they okay. met in college so okay That's so you know it was, it was cool because we, we got family all over and it was just like uh you know i'm i'm probably like the most laid-back muslim you'll you'll find out there it's like <laughs> i'm not i'm not very conservative at all like um there's certain religious rights that like you know uh occasionally if it's like uh a holiday prayer or something i'll go but um, right. in general it's pretty laid back and i was trying to vibe with these egyptians and yeah, they were just, they just like not having, having it. it oh man well because you don't yeah. speak arabic just no. turkish yeah yeah like you know a few words but not 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 like, enough sh- to help shukran, like you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it yeah that's, that's about it um so going so with your photos i know that I, I see a photographer named Max tagged in some of your pictures. Is that a friend that helps you guys out or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, our, our story with Max goes back to Malaysia. Okay. Um, we were out and uh, we were actually traveling with another Instagrammer, uh, Marissa, and she uh, she's at this world travel. And uh, we, we took this like little quick little trip. Um, for a weekend to Mankawi Island. We're on the beach and she's flying her drone and here's this dude just flying his drone on the beach and we just strike up a conversation and all of a sudden like it just blossomed into this really cool friendship where like every yeah. you know we'd, we'd be hanging out with each other a lot and he you know. We did like road trips with him through yeah. Malaysia and he's a great photographer. Yeah and so and it, it was just like he, he needed essentially models for his photography style and we were just like, hey, like, we love all the ideas that he has. And so 
and we've been wow. taking our own photos for so long it was nice to like yeah not have to worry about that the, so. the only place we've paid for photography is in india because it, it's just so affordable to do so right. and that's like the last else, place you yeah. want to set up your expensive stuff on a yeah. tripod oh, and leave exactly oh, yeah. you totally get uh, that but you use a drone as well yeah and yeah we so we have our drone as well and uh so you have the drone sometimes you have max to help out but otherwise you guys take everything yourselves right i mean it's all exactly it's it's really important to us to like put that out there that we do take the majority of our own yeah. photos like there's times where we collaborate with max or like another funny right. photographer and we learn so much from them like mm -hmm. max taught us how to use a, a manual camera <laughs> to, you know yeah before the whole we were time shooting on automatic before yeah oh like, yeah so he, he taught us a lot and we you know we we just keep trying to improve you'll see like a very visible improvement in our oh, photography I... from malaysia and after yes um and so yeah we, we just had this great relationship with him and we ended up being in bali at the same time now so uh, wow how cool we still, we still do yeah. like some weekend trips with him here and there and what do you use to edit? Like, do you have a, like a preset that you use or do you use Lightroom or what do you, what are you using? So I do most of the editing and I pretty much only use Lightroom. Okay. Um, yeah. That's what I use. We, too. we, in the past, we purchased some presets and I can honestly say I haven't touched those in like years. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I just kind of edit on the fly. You know, each photo is so unique. So like a, one preset's just not going to work for everything. Of course. Um, yeah. And so I've created a list of like 50 presets. Yeah, we have our own little just like kind of... compass couple preset folder. So cool. Uh, eventually, eventually we might like start selling them or something. You right now our website is, is down. Do so like we're we're working on building a new website and maybe yeah. doing the doing some presets and um, Can obviously you imagine? I, run, I run like, a lot of paid ads and stuff. So I, I think I could like advertise it pretty decently. No, I would buy that shit like immediately. <laughs> <laughs> uh, immediately. So yeah, we're starting to like compile a list of our favorite ones and like, you know, finding the photos for before and after and, and stuff I, like that. I'm really obsessed fun. with the one um, in the little cove on the beach with the surf surfboard. I love that one. It's so gorgeous. I know you guys said, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure this, well, I remember reading about it and you were saying like, this is not our surfboard. And we'd shot on the beach for freaking hours and we couldn't get the right shot. And randomly we see this dude with a surfboard and we're like, let's try this. Right. So he was so nice. Can we but borrow like, that? Yeah. Yeah. He looked at us like you freaking posers. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, I'm just like, I swear I'm, I'm not going to say I'm a surfer in this caption. Like I just, yes. This. Yes, um, mostly, it's just mostly to cover up my love handles, but it, also, Stop it. <laughs> also because it's a fun prop, you know. Yes, but you were wearing a wetsuit, so technically, like it looked looked legit to me. So we had someone I, comment like, "You would never wear that wetsuit while surfing," and we're just like, "Read the caption, bro." Like we literally talk about how fake this yeah, photo. Is. I have no. I've gone surfing once, and I, I got on the board for a total of like two seconds before know. falling. Like this is something that we've yeah, learned through Instagram is everyone has an opinion and a lot okay. of them are so rude. Like the, uh, the, the whole blue, you know, with the Dodo. Yeah. There are so many comments on that video just like tearing negative? us to pieces. Yeah. yeah. Are like, they okay? Like, turkey, <laughs> like Turkey, Turkey has like literally like a million plus stray dogs, right? Yes. Yes. And so they were like, okay, you save this dying dog that's bleeding, but you stole him from his family and you stole him from whoever was taking care of him. And like, I'm like, you guys have no context on like where this dog was. It was like middle of nowhere. 
there wasn't a house nearby some passing shepherd sprayed him with like antiseptic so he was okay but like this dog was not owned by anyone but like in their minds they were like if you save blue you have to save the three other puppies the mom the other dog that shows up at the end of the video it's like (laughs) around every corner there's dogs and we're like guys we're living out of like a very small hotel room on a modest budget and couldn't afford something like that and in turkey they don't necessarily like dogs that much like they very rarely kept as pets right and they they're not really welcome into the home so like okay we're gonna adopt these seven dogs and go back to our hotel and be like hi we're gonna run a sanctuary out of our hotel room like no one would let us do that we got really lucky i think it was only because blue was so badly injured that the hotel we were staying at they were very kind to let you do that that's really nice um so so, so, yeah people i was gonna I actually have a question written down specifically about this. I was, I literally have written down some shitty comments. Like literally those are my words, like some shitty comments. (laughs) Um, Basically like chiding you about your beautiful life. And I'm just like, I think there was one comment I read and it was like, this isn't real life. This is Instagram or something. It was something like that. I wish wish people saw how hard we work. Yeah, we, no, but we but I wanted house. to ask you, I wanted to ask you, like, and obviously you don't reply to those people, like, in any way. I noticed you don't delete them, which is cool. I I, I applaud you for that. Um, but I'm sure sometimes that can get you down a little bit because I know for, even for me, yeah. one negative comment, I have, like, a zillion positive, and there's, like, one shitty comment, and I'm like, ow, that hurts my and feelings. it sticks with you. Right? Yeah. So what makes you, what is your motivation to keep creating that amazing content and just like shut down those naysayers what's that what is that motivation for you the time it hit me the hardest was right after the proposal yes and like we we have like a highlight talking about it where it was i saw it we yeah we got we got picked up by some bigger pages that shared it and like so many people were just like talking saying such bad things about me and saying like wes is only with me because i have money or something i'm like guys like i'm I'm working on like a remote digital marketer budget and like this is not a diamond it's moist and i do your research like i spent a good amount of money based off of our budget but like you know, richer people would have would have probably scoffed, yeah, us, yeah. scoffed at us, right? But, but like, man, they was, were just was, man, cruel. Tore me apart, and it was like oh. for, for, they had no idea that like when I moved to Vegas, there was like a two or three month period where I was jobless, and I was sitting in the middle of our apartment, and Wes was supporting the two of us working, you know, yeah. ten hour days every day uh, as like a as a bikini cocktail yeah, waitress, bikini cocktail waitress, so like getting chided at the pool uh, of the of the palazzo all the time and like yeah um you know it's it was just like they, they had no context on like how much she's stuck her neck out for me and like for them to say that she's only there because of you know because I, i'm not good looking enough for her um you know i'll agree Which, in some sense that when we met i was a lot thinner but like oh my I, god i, I gained a little bit of happiness weight for and I I am, it, stop. yeah no Seriously. and it's obvious but and as you're a very attractive person like and and wes you're beautiful so i i don't even see i don't understand people because people make comments like this about me and i've been on a really big weight loss journey too that's like a big part of my story and a big part of yeah a big part of my podcast is um i used to cover myself like head to toe 
with designer bullshit. And it was like my armor. So no one would see like that I was empty inside and unhappy inside. If I had a Louis Vuitton here and I was covered in Gucci, like I'm good. Right. So now I changed the narrative to where I'm rich on the inside. So I've got the wellness, the the fitness, the self-education, the traveling, like spending time with my family, enriching myself with different things and not designer shit. That's going to lose its value in a second. Right. Um, it appreciates over time, you know, like you guys are doing and building experiences that's with amazing. one another. I'm so proud of you. Yeah. I know. Yeah. That so that's really why tough, the luxury, I love that. the luxury dropout, that's why that's called that. I love um, it. Thank you. Um, but I just, I applaud you for, for going on and, and keeping on creating content because I know that that must've been really hard for both of you. What inspires you to keep creating? Is it each other? Is it, um, do you want to inspire other people? What is the message? that you're wanting to send a, a lot of this is is from from west honestly yeah. like I, I i'm i'm guilty of like really wanting to write some mean stuff back to these people sometimes. but <laughs> yeah. like west from the beginning was like our approach it with love about love positivity we have a brand and being yeah. a marketer i i get like we're on brand and we we need to approach things from a perspective of you're never gonna beat the internet you're never gonna win against arguing no. with the internet right so and you can't change uh, yeah. someone's opinion by commenting back. They're going to no. feel the way they feel and there's just no point. So, you know, there are times that we try and nicely explain ourselves like with blue. Right. And they just come back twice as vicious as they were to start with. So they're, they're so venomous. It's like, yeah. Like we saved Jeez. a puppy guys. Like what like, did we come do? On. Yeah. <laughs> like you didn't kick but the puppy. Funny. You saved it. <laughs> I know. Like I wanted to comment like, okay, next time we'll just shoot it. Will that yeah, make you yeah, happy? Like, like, like there was, there were some people that were like, you know, these Instagrammers. I wouldn't be surprised if they hurt the puppy themselves just to get some likes. Who, yeah. you know, who thinks? Who thinks? Like, like, well, where have you read this? You know, where, where do you have examples of people like beating <laughs> up puppies to get Instagram right. likes? And then, like, That's why so would people evil. think we did that? You know, and then That's, like uh, we spent thousands of dollars. We ended our trip in Turkey a month premature. We weren't and supposed like, to go back to the States. Like we dropped everything we were doing the same. We got like up. three hours of sleep every night, taking him up and I down know. the stairs to go to the bathroom. And we hurt him so that we could do all that. Yeah. Like, yes. Where do people uh, think they're? Makes, yeah. makes um, sense. Wes, Wes said something a long time ago that really resonated with me though. Cause there, there have been times I'll admit where like, I'm like, man, these stories, like it's, it's hard just like, you get a, a meal at a hotel and like, I can't, I can't jump into the meal. I got to wait till we do the story. Right. Or like, we get to, you know, there's know. like <laughs> social media is like, you know, in our lives enough and you get fed up sometimes. And Wes said uh, something that really resonated with me. It was that this isn't just like an outward appearance. Like this is a diary for us. Like I have really bad memory. There's, I can't count how many times Wes will be like, do you remember that time when, and I don't remember. And then she'll show me a story or she'll show me, uh, like I, I'm better about the photos, of course, yeah. but, um, yeah, yeah. you know, she'll show me something that jogs my memory. And yeah. at the end of the day, like, that's why we're making this content. Yeah. We want to connect with people, but I want to look back when I'm 80 and, and just see this beautiful oh. life that we lived all in this giant, you know, digital diary. Right. But you get to live the adventure and not just hope for it, which is so nice. It's also really nice. Like that's, that's what makes you feel better about having to pose for all these photos and wait for your meals until I record the stories. But like, I really enjoy the connecting with other people aspect. 
Yes. And like we built a, a pretty good sized community. Like I never expected to have oh, this man, many followers. Great. It's really nice. And like reaching out and being able to, you know, recommend places. Like we we had a few people when we were in Egypt reach out to us and say, Hey, I'm coming to Egypt. I don't know anything about it. And um, we were able to hook them up with like the tour guide that we use and um, the cruise line that we used and all of this. Nice. And they would write us later and be like, I never imagined my trip would have been this amazing. Like I couldn't have done it without you guys. Thanks for everything. And it's just like, Oh my God. And it's because of Instagram that we were able to like give them that rich experience that we got to have. Oh, how there have cool. been so many just natural connections with people that like talk to someone and all of a sudden, you know, a few months later, she's helping you propose. And it's like, insert, without Instagram, we wouldn't have that, you know? And Yes. Um, I feel like there's, uh, there's a handful of people that we connected with through Instagram that would hands down be at our wedding now. Yeah. And it's wow. like, we would have never made those connections if we hadn't, you know, continued to pursue this after negative comments or you know not getting the shot or whatever yeah and yeah. on a more somber note like uh both of Wes and I one of the first things that kind of connected us was both of our moms have the have and had the the same illness so like uh, yeah both, both our moms uh oh my gosh with with multiple sclerosis and <gasps> um you know my mom my mom is luckily still kind of like managing it uh hers sadly passed away a few years ago and uh, sorry Wes. and so like it's Thank it's you. kind of a, a situation where like the two of us carry that gene yeah you know god forbid but like you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or, or next year yeah my mom so, she she passed when she's 55 years old and like wow. to me, that's so young that's it's so, so young, young. That's yeah so and it young. i mean for the last four years of her life she was bedridden mm-hmm. you know so it's like she really only got to live live until she was like 50 and then everything was taken from her and then she was taken from us. So oh. the fact that like, and her sister also has it, Dar also has. So it like runs in my family pretty deep. And, you know, I'm 30. And I'm like, to think that I might only have 20 years left, it's possible. Yeah. I, we want to just go hard, you know, and like Good live as fast and as furious and experience as many things as we can while we're young and able and healthy statistically one or both of us may end up getting this so it's kind of just i like, like to knock yeah, on wood and yeah, just not think about it yeah, like, <laughs> i'm knocking over here yeah yeah um we you know we we love this life that we're living it is not as lavish as some people think you know just because we wear a suit everywhere that was a 60 dollars suit i bought in india <laughs> you know people really think we're living in this lap of luxury but like you know sure i i've i've gotten more work and wes has started working and so we've been able to kind of like up our lifestyle as we've come to indonesia yeah. but like in general bali is pretty affordable compared to the states so like we're it still is, spending yeah. less than a typical rent um like yeah, our, the our rent that we're spending so the rent that we're spending for this four bed four bath villa with a huge pool and giant living room and all of that it's the same cost as getting like a one bedroom loft in Denver. Where we're okay. From. Okay. That's great. So like people look at this and they're like, Oh my God, they must be spending like $5,000 a month. Like no. I'm spending less in rent than you are probably, you no. know, but people, they have a hard time making that correlation. Of course. And, and they don't know too, like the food is like 
not expensive at all to, you know, the cost of living yeah. is really low. Um, something I love about Bali is that everybody there just takes pride in everything that they do. Like whether it's cutting the grass or sweeping their stoop, they yes. just take enormous fucking pride in, in that. And, and that amazed me. I was like, wow, I really love this place. It's just... They just, you know, you feel it here. You're just like, wow, these people really like they're the most poor person ever, but they are taking pride in what they're doing. I think that's yeah. that's one of the things I love about it. And it's one of the things that's been really hard to watch at this point in time, because there's usually what, 4 million tourists here. And there's something only like 110,000 tourists oh. right now. It's, so it's deserted. It's, it's and oh, so like ow. the the jobs out here have just like, there's, Every it's like every other store is shuttered down and closed oh, and graffiti. And like um the ones that are open, you just see them in there like polishing their stuff and trying to sell it, but like no one's around to sell it to and they're there day in and day out. And it's oh. like their dedication and, and their pride, you know, and they yeah. still work so hard. But yeah, like we, we had a grab driver the other day. Um grab is like Uber. Yeah. But so yeah, it's like Uber here and we had a driver who came and picked us up and he was telling us that we were the first people that he's had in two days. No. And that's his only job. You know, he was telling us about his his son and it's like his his son's one year, you know, first birthday coming up and that he he wants to do something special but he can't even afford like a present or a cake or and, anything and for his son. We, we asked him like how much do you make doing this in like a month? And he uh, he basically equated it to like like it was something like thirty or forty dollars or something in a month. Uh, these days. Like U.S. dollars. U.S. Yeah. dollars. And yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. We were like, man, what can we do? And we had just gotten paid. Uh, it was just kind of like you know he's so nice and you know we he, we always tip pretty well out here yeah. anyway compared to like the norm. Yeah. Um, but we we ended up like after he dropped it, he dropped us off. We gave him a a million um, a million of his currency, which is about seventy dollars. That's um, so like it wasn't it wasn't like a huge hit on our end, but like that this was like a month and a half ago, and the guy still texts That's us and so sends us pictures of like his his son. Oh my god, I like, cried. We got this random picture from him. Uh, a few of them on his son's birthday, he got him a cake and like a toy truck. We see. Oh my he god! Sent us a picture oh, of I'm his crying. Yeah. Oh, I know. God. I literally cried, and it's like. Yeah. It it's like because like, of our our just you know just little tiny bucks, bit of generosity. Yeah. Like this kid will remember. Well, hopefully remember his. Oh. You're you're empowering people. Like I feel like people feel so vulnerable when you don't. You're out of work. I know that feeling. I mean, like I was oh. had to support me for so long, and like yeah. just just that extra money to be able to come home to his wife and his kid, and like know that everything's gonna be okay for like another month. Yeah. He didn't have to say all this stuff, but like he was like, "Thank you for the money you gave, boss. I can celebrate my son's first birthday, even though it's simple." And we were just like, "Oh my god, man!" Like we thought it was literally just gonna be like, "Here you go. We'll never see you again." And here's this dude yeah. that just like is, oh man, it, it kind of tugs at your heartstrings a little bit. We love doing stuff like yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love that. So thank you for doing that. Like, I know I have nowhere near the situation, but that's just amazing. That's something that I totally would do too. I mean, I had a driver when we were there and he was charging, it was so inexpensive. It was like for the whole time we were there, we were there over a week. And I think it was like, $200. Like he drove us around. He, he talked about every single thing we saw and he brought us 
you know, waters. He brought us snacks. He brought mm-hmm. us like the, you know, like the sarongs, like he, I mean, everything, like everything and everything. And I think I tipped him like whatever he charged us, I tipped him the exact same. And he just like, to this day, like I went in 2019 and to this day, he like still messages me on WhatsApp and he's like, Hey, Stephanie. And his name is Katoot. And I'm like, Hey, daddy Katoot. Cause like we called him like, <laughs> He's like our Indo daddies, like what we call them, like me and my friend. <laughs> that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So like, that's really cool. Oh my gosh. I can't wait to meet you guys. Literally. I'm <laughs> so excited. So in your images, like in your photos, I noticed that there's a lot of symbolism and like imagery in your, in your, that in the things that you capture, is that planned? Like, is that, do you go into a shoot and you're like, this is what we want to capture today? Like this, like there was one and, and someone mentioned it in the comments. It was like the, I think it was the beach. You, you guys are on the beach with the black sand beach and someone commented about yin and yang. And I was like, did you guys plan that? Cause it really, I mean, that struck me. Like when I saw that comment, I was like, that is totally what that is. Well, you know, there's a lot of times where we're like super spontaneous with photos, but like in general, we'll kind of do like a once over of any shooting location. We always like, we'll always be talking about poses and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like, if we find the right spot for it, like that, that beach one, we, we were like, okay, we're going to go and like, we have to do one with the water hitting us this way. Yes. And, yes. And so like, there, there's definitely some planning that goes into it. It's, it's kind of like a middle ground. Part of it is just like working with what you've got out there. Cause mm-hmm. you never really know a shooting location until you get of course. there. And you see, right. Like, especially when there's like a million people there and they're all going to be staring at you and like, I'm so <laughs> kind of self-conscious and I'm like yeah all right I got my shirt off I'm not the biggest fan of this let's, influencers let's click, in the click, wild go. <laughs> exactly. oh my god we will be featured on there one day <laughs> yeah. and I'm not looking forward to it <laughs> leave us alone um, but um, yeah Wes Wes um has this really unique artistic talent and you know oh, she, how cool uh, she's she's always wanted to be a photographer growing up and that's true um she, really honestly she carries the team on this account real, she real fast. look at all the stories like Wes is carrying the team <laughs> I just bring the beard and some pictures that's about it yeah yeah, yeah. You your ponytail and the beard it's good <laughs> have you guys gotten um I'm, I'm sure this happens but like have you gotten many offers to do partnerships i don't know if it's prevalent during covid but do you i'm mean, with we hotels during covid but i mean we've like we don't have like a serious revenue stream or anything coming from our instagram and that's not why we do it in the first place anyway. i know like, i know be nice you will perk, you but... will you will <laughs> yeah Crossed, right? <laughs> it would be nice to just be full-time influencers though. I mean we've had like collaborations and mm-hmm. partnerships um like in Turkey in Cappadocia we had a photographer that we worked with um and did a collaboration with him at the same time that we did uh, there was a dress uh, a rental dress company that also Cappadocia rental yeah. dresses look them up on instagram okay and then that's their handle and, and amazing dresses and like a vintage car tour company and all three of them reached out to it at the same time so it was like oh, the perfect like store the rental wow. dress the, you know the free photographer and the free, and the free classic car like, classic car with hot air balloons and they just drove us around so and took our photos those really were cool. uh, those photos were amazing i was like oh i'm so jealous this is like the perfect spot here too yeah it was incredible so like we didn't have to pay for any of that we got to you know experience it all and that was really nice and 
I love um, the, so we've had a few things like that. I love the movement too, that you create with your dresses. Like that's really cool to me too. Like the, the one in New York, there was a red dress in New York. Oh yeah. And you were um, like, the, you like had flipped uh, it up or something on the side. And I was like, Ooh, I love that movement in the photo. <laughs> and then there was two, I think in Cappadocia, um, it was a red, a red one and like a turquoise dress. I think there was a turquoise dress that was like cascading. Yeah. I mean, it was just like, I was like, how did she do this? Like, is she a wizard? <laughs> we, we, we usually shoot with an intervalometer. And so okay. it just like, it takes a, a, a photo like every half second. Just oh. click, 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 click. Oh, okay. And so, so like, like, as you yeah. fling the dress up, it'll get exactly. every moment. Oh, and then you how just pick cool. the one where it's like perfect. Every yeah. shoot, we have like 100 plus photos and then uh, oh. sometimes up to like three, 400. Oh, right. Uh, or in the case yeah. of the birds, we took 2,000 oh, photos. Yeah, there was one where we just oh, we wanted a photo in Istanbul with like these freaking birds to fly over. <laughs> like uh, not in where we needed them right. so i paid a guy like two dollars to like he, he was selling bird seed so he he scattered bird seed everywhere and then he would take his pack of cigarettes out and on my signal he would just like drop it so he dropped the packet you the said? pack of cigarettes and the, the birds would all scatter above us and, and the oh. intervalometer is going and so that's how we got photos like that where oh it's my like, gosh oh all these birds just happen to be here in yeah. this beautiful moment <laughs> but it's really just some like random dude on the street that we paid to like scatter the birds but it took us 2,000 photos and we had to sort through them all to find the one so it's not as easy it's not like oh we snapped a photo and now we're done like man influencers gotta put in a lot of work even what your stories for for blue and this is before it got picked up obviously by the dodo this is like you putting in the work 30 weeks ago um, even your Instagram stories are so thoughtful and put together and your captions and there was like text and like it was highlighted and there was like the lines underneath. I'm like, this took her a really freaking long time. Yeah. You know, like I appreciate that because I know how long that takes where you're sitting there on your damn phone and you're just like, God, my eyes are crossing and you're just you know, <laughs> trying to get the content. We, we had a talk about this the other day. I was like, you know, I'm going to be more involved in the stories. And like, at first it sounded like this great idea. Right. And then like yesterday she looked at me and she was like, Ennis, do you see the level of detail that went into our last like 10 stories? This Mm -hmm. took me hours. Are you willing into, are you willing to put in this level of detail? And I was like, you can have it. You can have the stories. Yeah. I'm just going to show up. I'm I'm going to be the muscle. I'll pick you up for whatever pose you want to do. Yeah. Uh, I think, you know, I think there's, there's two pieces that make our photos unique, uh, aside from like the shooting locations and, and just the creativity. Uh, one is Wes always has movement going on, you know, yes. whether, whether it's, she's asking me to move, she, she directs a lot of our photos. Yeah. Um, but two, uh, I think we can do poses that a lot of other travel couples can't necessarily do because I'm you know I was an ex-all-american heavyweight wrestler and a martial arts instructor back in the day and so like I I can pick her up and in the right poses and like they're like we were on the Brooklyn Bridge one time and uh (laughs) like this family saw like me picking Wes up and it wasn't just like oh and then like dropping it it was like like, yeah 40 seconds of like yeah. Click, 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 click. And then the, the wife walks up to her husband and she's like, You you pick me up like that. And he, he couldn't he couldn't get her up and they had to like switch poses and it was kind of like a like, <laughs> you know, I don't know, it was like a oh yeah, okay, cool. Like I'm I'm worth something, you know. They were so cute too. <laughs> they they came adorable. up to us and they were like, Are you on Instagram? We're like, Yeah, and we told them our handle and they they were like, 
so cool. And they started looking us up as they were walking away. And then they they're stopped like, and turned around. And they're like, can we kind of, can we have a photo with you? And we're like, Aww. oh my God, you make us feel like we're famous. Stop. This is really I, sweet. I remember the first time somebody was like, are you Sophie Joplin? And I'm like, excuse me? <laughs> like, what? And oh, it's the coolest the, feeling. The, the most funny was I, my, I'm obsessed with my, my nephew, my, my sister's son, and she's about to pop out another one tomorrow, but this oh, one, that, yeah, thank you. Um, but she, so I would post all the time, like my nephew all the time, all the time. And so this guy, my sister was strolling the baby, like in this, it's like a nice area of shops outside and uh here in houston and this guy comes up to her and he's like hey i know you're a baby <laughs> that's gotta be like the most yeah. uncomfortable thing for a mother yeah. to hear right and so and then quickly he's like oh yeah like that's stephanie joplin's baby and she's like no this is this is my child um <laughs> she's she's the aunt and the godmother <laughs> Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Like she's the aunt and the godmother, but that's, that's my child. So <laughs> yeah. Um, that awesome. that's, that's probably the funniest story I have. So, but I, I remember this one photo of you holding Wes up and you guys are, I, it's like a scene that I remember from one fine day with Michelle Pfeiffer. It's like they're, they, they, they filmed there. I know they did, but like, I feel like you guys were in a, in a, in the same spot or like a similar spot and you're like underneath maybe like a little I don't know oh, like is a walk it, is this in in, cent- in New York? Yeah, is it Central Park? Something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in Central Park underneath the, the okay. bridge. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it lo- like you're lifting her so effortlessly it looks photoshopped like for real. I mean it literally <laughs> you're just like like I'm lifting this pen. Like it was just effortless i yeah, i was getting pretty tired by the end of it because like <laughs> the people kept walking down the stairs and we like to like we'll we we try to edit our photos as minimally as possible so like when when people are uh in our in our shots we'll we'll obviously try to photoshop them out but we, we try to keep the scene as like natural as possible uh our model is kind of like let's work with the natural light that we have um the creativity kind of speaks for itself i we really there's some people that are amazing at Photoshop and like here and there we can, we can make little adjustments, but realistically, like our, our photos are more just yeah. Lightroom edited yeah. um, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so like we, we kept taking this damn photo and like people are like, they see us taking the photo, but because it's New York, no one cares. They don't right? care. Yeah. They'll walk so right in front of you. So like we just have like groups of people, instead of just taking turns to give us a few seconds to take this photo, they're just like one by one going down, up and down the stairs and, I'm getting so tired because I'm just like picking her up 30 seconds. Oh, that didn't work. 30 second break. Pick her up again. Even if you look at the highlight, like there's a point where he picks me up and he's like, let me take a few steps back in case this is better. A few steps forward. And he's just like holding me, carrying me around. And I'm just like posing. I don't remember what the pose was, but I'm like, okay, like we're just scooting around here. Huge yeah so uh no. one final one final question for you and it's you have to both answer separately i i ask everyone that's on the podcast this question no. so um you're 20 years old right you're 20 years old you're 20 years old again you as an adult you see yourself at 20 years old walking on the other side of the street and you're like oh my god it's me at 20 years old you run up to to you 
So Wes, you run up to 20-year-old Wes. Ennis, you run up to 20-year-old Ennis. You give yourself a big hug and you depart from the embrace. And what is the one thing that you tell 20-year-old you? Dude, grow your hair. <laughs> Wait, what, what did you say? I didn't hear it. I said, dude, grow your hair. Grow your hair! <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, she's looking for like a rich deep yeah, answer yeah. and you're like, no, vanity. that's, that's fine. No, that's fine. My friend earlier I was interviewing, she said, uh, go get something to eat. Cause she said that she would never eat. She was working so much. So that's what she said. She would say to herself is go eat. So don't worry. You're not, it's fine. <laughs> that is amazing. Oh my God. I don't know. I almost feel like I wouldn't want to intervene. Yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I'm so happy with my life and it, like you always dream as like a kid you know you feel like you're meant for something bigger or like you have these passions these dreams these goals and that's exactly what they are they're just like dreams you know yeah and it's so rare that people actually get to fulfill those yeah and live them out and I I went through a lot of hard times in my life and shitty relationships and just you know tough times and a lot of people would say like, oh, I'd go back and I would change this so I didn't have to experience it. But I know that every single thing I did and every single thing I went through, positive or negative, led me to where I am today, mm-hmm. which is traveling the world with the love of my life. And mm. and I I almost feel like I wouldn't go up to myself because I wouldn't, you really want, wouldn't. Oh, wow. I wouldn't want to impact, you know, or change any decisions that she made because what if it changed everything? Yeah. And I, I wouldn't, I think I would just watch her walk by. Agreed. I, I love the outcome that, that we've had. And, you know, realistically, if I had met Wes in a different point in my life, we wouldn't be together. Right. Like, yeah. it just the, the stars kind of aligned for, and, and everything fell into place the way it did for this to happen. Um, you know, we, we were seriously like such different people. I was like career driven, like super nerdy, like, I, I don't know. I love sports. And like you know, this is not like a sports person. I love football. And, yeah, that's it. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, it was like we we had very few things in common, and it kind of took our own personal experiences traveling that that got us to start relating to each other. You know, we we also had obviously like the, the commonalities with our moms, and um, yes. just it was just really great having conversations with each other. But like, I I really wouldn't go back and necessarily. And I'm not saying you should change anything. Like for me, it is, you know, I would tell myself, don't allow anyone to dictate how you feel about yourself. That's, that was what I would say to myself because I used to take everything that people said about me to heart and I would Mm -hmm. suffer. I would have anxiety. I would have trauma from that. Like my whole life, even I went to an all girls school, like from pre-K to 12th grade and I was like chubby and I had one eyebrow. And so like, therefore I was not popular and I didn't really come into my, like I had a big booty and like I developed early and, and it wasn't popular to have a big butt. But at that time, it was like Kate Moss or nothing. You know what I mean? So I would like tie my sweatshirt around my waist to like hide it. And, you know, like I have my mom's lips. So I used to like put concealer all over my lips, like to like hide them. And now, now who's laughing motherfuckers, right? Like <laughs> now who's laughing? 
I was really conscious. And then of course, with my weight, like fluctuating, I had people commenting about my weight. Like I remember I went on this date with this guy from eHarmony like 10 years ago or something. And he texted me and he's like, I have a question. Um, are you ever going to lose weight? Because I was just really embarrassed because you couldn't even get your ass around the table last night and everyone was staring. And I was like, okay, then like, why did you come home with me? I'm just confused. Like, are you okay? I, I suffered so hard for that guy who means nothing. Why? Who cares what he thinks? It shouldn't matter what I think. So I wish that I could go back and tell my fragile 20 year old self, your first husband is not the only man who's going to love you. You know what I mean? Like, cause he would tell me that all the time. And there's obviously like, listen, we were both at fault for a lot of things, but he did tell me, he was like, no, one's going to love you like me. Like I'm the only one who's going to love you like this, you know? And I believed him. So I don't think I would change anything either because I, I agree with you guys. Like, I think everything has led me to where I am, but I wish I would have had someone to just guide me and say, Hey, Stephanie, like you're a lot stronger than you think, you know? I agree with that. I love that. I, yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, I, I have been diagnosed with uh, anxiety and depression myself. Yeah. So I, I've definitely had a lot of those battles. Um, yeah. Especially when, when it comes to weight. I mean, I, I've been, uh, my, between football and wrestling, my metabolism has just been up and down based on the sport mm -hmm. I was playing growing up. And when I stopped, when I stopped playing sports in college, uh, my weight just went up, you know, and it wrestling was, uh, is it was so, so hard because tough on um, your body. It was, it was super mm -hmm. hard. And, uh, it was, it was just this, this thing where like, I, I was already like a year and a half younger than everybody else in my grade. So I was really self-conscious on that front. You know, I developed later than everybody. And so, uh, it was kind of like, I was always like the kid you know, uh, and no one really took me seriously growing up. And I just focused on school and, you know, got got good grades and got my degrees and everything. But um, at the end of the day, I, I had this, like, this issue of, will girls like me? Like, am I cool enough to, mm -hmm. to be, like, this this guy that all, like, all the other jocks I was looking up to at the time or, like, my fraternity brothers I was looking up to? Yeah. Like, I was always just the kid brother, even through college. Yeah, yeah. I think it was, like, uh, you know, if, if, if I had to be more serious with what I was telling myself, you know, obviously the hair is a pretty great suggestion. <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I think be more confident. Um, yeah, yeah. Is, I was going to yeah. say the same thing. I think, I think yeah. at the end of the day, like, uh, faking it until you make it, uh, until you make it totally. is, is actually, there's a lot to be said about it. Yeah. You know? I agree with that. That's hundred percent. Like sometimes I'm just like, I'm a badass. I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. And then it just like somehow starts to stick a little bit. Manifest yeah. itself. We're, we're yeah. pretending yeah. to be influencers right now. Totally. No <laughs> like, what are we doing? We're recording for two hours. Yeah. What do we have? What are we doing? <laughs> We're recording, like, who's going to want to listen to us? No, everybody, everybody's going to want to listen to this because y'all are amazing. And I am too. Mm -hmm. Of course you are. Yeah. You. you are that badass that you think you are. Thank you. Um, I was going to ask you too, just like, I was so curious. Do you guys get people sliding into your DMs trying to hit on one of you? Do you guys get that? Yeah, oh, mo mostly when the time. Um, You're joking me. I was handsome or something, but like, yeah, it's definitely like. We actually had a girl uh, message or comment and say like, "Ennis, you're so handsome, and you guys are so sexy, and like, tell tell Ennis he looks amazing or something." We just got it on our latest photo. Uh, oh, that's yeah. cool. And, that's and nice and bold. <laughs> it's pretty bold. I love it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I yeah. love you. I've, I've been working Hell on yeah. my own little weight loss journey recently. Yes, so this is nice, but. Um, you know, someone slid into our DMs, uh, 
asking about Max and if he's single. So, oh. <laughs> so that okay, was fun. Max, come uh, get like, it. All right, Max, like we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll pass on, on her information. Um, but yeah, it's mostly like a lot of, we, the first place we ever went viral was India. Okay. Uh, and so we, we have like our, our, if you look at like our country statistics, it's USA first and then India number two. Okay. And, and so like, we have a lot of random guys from India that think it's okay to just like oh. open up a video chat at 2 a.m. with us. Oh, and it's all the like, time. That's know, why we'll, I have we'll my notifications like, off. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> like, it's like, we'll always respond to me like, hey, man, like we don't answer video calls unless we know you, but like we're happy to answer any questions you have. But it's always like, you are such beautiful girl. I need to see you, beautiful girl. Please, yeah. please. And yeah. I'm just like, Wes, take care of this because yeah. I'm just gonna like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so handle it with love don't yeah. tear anyone apart uh, wow you also, you're like, nice because cultural... i don't i don't even respond to those at all <laughs> yeah no i mean i try to respond to everything yeah. unless it's like really really poisonous and i just try yeah. to leave that alone but like yeah you know i think it's also a cultural difference there is like the way that men handle women and, and talk to them and stuff in India is very different than what we're used to. Yeah. I think, um, I think maybe that comes into play a lot too, because exactly. I don't have like a lot of Western boys, you know, like hitting on me because they look at Ennis and they're like, Oh, oh. yeah. When we first started dating, there were a couple guys that were like, Hey Wes, I've known you for 10 years. I know you just got into this relationship, but I need you to know that I really like you. And if you can abandon I've always everything, loved you. And yeah. And I'm here, like, I will show you so much love. And I was like, oh, wow, this is awkward. I'm just going to let her handle this. But uh, at, at the end of the day, like, uh, it, it fits with, you know, it's so important to be consistent online and show people the true us. And the true us is we're really accepting and we're really positive. And so, you know, there's times where, like, I'll, I'll get a little snap of jealousy here and there and Russ will have to kind of reel me in. But, like, uh, <laughs> in, in general, in general, it's like, you know, let's, let's answer this message with kindness because there have been a number of times where people have sent us a very, like, like slight like offhandedly mean message and i i want to go off and wes will be like no like maybe she just misunderstands and or he just misunderstands oh. and we'll send them a really kind response and then they'll reply with like thank you so much for for like giving me this response it, it makes so much sense you guys actually did the right thing i i'm sorry for what i said earlier and it's just like wow, wow. you just like extend the olive branch a little bit like you'd be surprised at how many people actually like respond really positively to that. yeah oh that's yeah. lovely i love to hear that um i leave like about a hundred people in my request box so maybe i should start being nicer <laughs> yeah um. go through and then like you know in today's world like word of mouth is also like a huge part of growth like for companies yes. or for brands or influencers or anything so like to go out and leave these negative remarks or you know treat someone disrespectfully even though they came at you with disrespect first it's it doesn't make a good name for you no. you know and no. like people can see this stuff or we've had um we've actually had people take screenshots of the conversations that we've had with them and post them to their stories oh and like luckily you know we're nice people so we handle everything There's well and like bad. it always it's nothing bad, but like if we had been like, "Hey, fuck you," yeah, you know, and yeah. go to hell, and like, who yeah. cares about what you think? And then they post that on their story, Oops. and then you know <laughs> their four hundred followers or something sees it. It just, it's not good. And right. I think there's enough negativity in the world right now, and everyone is so mean to each other already. God, no joke. Yeah. Just showing a little compassion, even if it's 
not warranted yeah. in that moment it it can it can change a lot yeah we're yeah. here until october so okay. you have some time where are you going after <laughs> october uh the plan is dubai and then skirting around africa for for a couple months and oh then heading up europe and just kind of having uh we just want like a very chill civilized european experience for a little bit and then and then we'll go back into 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 jumping to, to some of these like less common countries mm -hmm. as well so when you get to Italy and specifically Florence, please let me know. I have family there mm -hmm. and they will just welcome you with open arms. So, oh my God. You, when you get there, let me know. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Thank mm -hmm. you so much. Of Love course. That. Of course. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to be on my podcast. I have enjoyed this conversation so much. I can't believe we've talked for two hours. That's so wild to me. Um, and there, it went by like that too. So I know. I, sometimes I talk directly to the camera and I'm like, editing people, I'm really sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm just, I don't want to get rid of all this amazing content that you gave me. I mean, it's just... I mean, mind blowing, and I'm just so privileged to to call you friends now. Um, hopefully, oh, yeah, and, of course, yeah. yeah. And I just can't wait to see what's next for you guys. Thank you so much yeah, for having us. Like, we've done a few podcasts, but this was so much fun. Yeah, it was just oh, a blast. You're just somebody that, like, in real life would be our friend. So, oh, um, that makes me really so happy. And I so, feel like you have like the perfect personality for podcasting. Yeah, keep it going. Or like video interviewing too. Yeah. Like, you're gorgeous. You're funny. Thank like. You. <laughs> you are, you're in you're in your niche you found your spot thank you that's so kind yeah. um, my I, I've interviewed my friends and they have told me that too so I, I really feel like I'm doing the right thing so where else can we support you um yeah for now just uh follow us on Instagram we'd love to get to know some of your followers and yeah of course um, make new friends yeah okay well I'm gonna let you guys get to your day and I will talk to you guys soon thank you so much again for being taking the time i just appreciate of it of course so it's been a pleasure thanks Absolutely. for reaching out to us we're so happy to have finally met you so oh me too awesome. Mwah. sending big hugs and kisses all right bye hun. bye well that's it for today's episode of the luxury dropout i hope you enjoyed my visit with wes and ennis coming all the way to us from bali indonesia you can find them on instagram at at compass.couple if you are watching this on YouTube, go ahead and click subscribe, like, comment. Don't forget to hit that notification bell so you can be notified when new episodes come out. If you are listening to us on any streaming platform, I would love if you gave us a review. And if you're just here to listen, that's great too. We love to have you here. So for now, fellow dropouts, I say I love you and I can't wait to see you on the next one. That's a wrap for this episode of The Luxury Dropout. Make sure to visit stephaniejoplin.com to find all of Steph's episodes, including full podcast descriptions and photos of her guests. Until next time, besties.